We're back. Wow. It's enough. The only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk movies, TV, and such. We are your hosts, the Turkey Boys, Ryan Eckner and Scott Sweeney. Uh, we were supposed to have guests this evening, but they both canceled on us. And it's going to be a terrific episode of the program regardless. Ryan, do you want to exchange any pleasantries, or do we have anything in the mailbag before we get into the news? I'm going to I'm gonna say we didn't get any letters. Wow. At all. Nothing. I had a feeling. And uh, we're enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. If mm. you're looking to reach out, you want to talk to us about literally anything. Yeah. Um, We'd love to hear from love you. Love to hear from you. When we get our first email, that's going to be a big show. Well, we got the one. Although what we about, don't. What about another one? We don't want to put too much pressure on you, but I mean, if anyone sends us literally anything at all, we'll probably make it the uh, main thrust of the entire show. So let's get into the news. What do you think? Works for me. This cut is a uh, fire, by the way. This is uh, Puff Daddy and featuring Jimmy Page from the Godzilla soundtrack from the, I believe it was 2000. Was it a 98 Godzilla? 98. 98 Godzilla. Classic film. Classic soundtrack. Awesome. Really just had it all. Um, what's in the news, Hoops? Um, well, the, Go- Ooh. the Boston Gay Pride Parade was yesterday. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the parades that happen in Boston from time to time? Uh, I'm out. <laughs> no more parades. He's out. Gay Pride should be an all-the-time thing, and the Patriots... Ooh. Like sports parades should just be illegal. Yeah, you, so no more. You mentioned starting a no pride parade, which I thought was fun. Uh, yeah, I have none. We're gonna spearhead that. That's the only parade I want to get behind or but, or get into. I thought it was funny. They announced these guys from Boston are organizing a straight pride parade, which sounds like a headline from The Onion or like the new Peter Berg, Mark Wahlberg movie, <laughs> perhaps. But, I. Uh, uh, we might get a float. Did that actually happen? I thought the whole thing was that it happened. They're, they're talking about it. I think they have plans to actually do this. Oh. And it's just like, come on. <laughs> Boston's enough of a joke with all this stuff. But we're going to try to get a float in the straight pride parade, irregardlessly. <clears throat> we're going to just roar in there. And a lot of Boston news this week. I, I promised friend of the show, Brian, that we talk about this. And uh, City on a Hill, new Showtime series, <laughs> starring Kevin Bacon. He's Kevin Bacon's back. He's back in the bean. He's emerged from Mystic River, and he's yeah, starring. Yeah, I, uh, I really want to see it. Yeah, I mean, not in like a serious way. It's a bo- It's a bean set crime drama, which is my favorite genre, as people it's, know. I don't know why they haven't stopped pounding that genre into the dirt. <laughs> I like know. it's never gonna stop. They're just gonna keep yeah. at it. And we're in there. This one's like an early 90s period piece. You got Kevin Bacon as a gritty, dirty cop. There's a black rookie cop who everyone's being gritty to because it's gritty Boston. His name's probably Detective Fenway Frank. It's uh, it's on Showtime, so it'll probably be on the air for 14 seasons, and we'll cover it as such. You're definitely going to watch this. Of course. You're a huge Showtimer. As they say. Uh, big time. I'm one of the few original Showtime guys. Yeah. Been there since the beginning. <laughs> he was every, on... every episode of Dexter, every episode of Brotherhood, every episode of Weeds, Ray Donovan, Ray every Donovan. episode of Weeds, every episode of I, 
feel like there's more. There's so many more, but they're all so forgettable that we can't Smilf. think of them. Smilf, yep. I, I gave up there on Smilf, you. actually, but... Showtime, guys. Um, what do I have in the news? I have news. Pete Davidson's doing runway modeling now. Pete Davidson of oh, oh, Saturday Night hey. Live fame. Hey, guys. Oh, I'm like mm. a model now, I guess. Whatever. It doesn't work. <laughs> uh, he's terrible. Uh, yeah, he did an Alexander Wang show. His whole bit, like, every time you see him on SNL or something, he's always, like, complaining. Like, he's tired of being famous. And it's like, I'm tired of seeing you in stuff. So why don't we just... Let's yeah, it's just a call compromise. It. Let's just call it. End it. It's over. Pete Davidson is no longer famous. You heard it here first. Him just dating Kate Beckinsale and like modeling some like black and white checkerboard pants and mm. I'm, I've had yeah. enough. I saw someone online. It's like, wow, Pete Davidson walked around with that like, just got a Nos energy drink from Seven Eleven while listening to the Eminem show. Energy, <laughs> like they did a whole thing. It was I butchered it, but it was good. Yeah, that is funny. Um. Apparently, we you discovered the other day that Redbox Originals is a thing. Wow. The, for those that don't realize, Redbox is the DVD vending machines that you'll see mostly outside of grocery stores or inside yeah. of grocery stores. I, li- I almost fainted when I saw this. <laughs> so apparently now they're like Netflix. They're making their own original content. Yeah. I thought I was looking at like a fucked up mirage. This yeah, that's insane. Mo- this movie, it's a movie called Benjamin starring Rob Corddry and Bob Saget. And the poster is just them like... Not a duo, by the way. They're the same guy. <laughs> Good call. There's no... Awful duo. <laughs> I like both of them enough orig- on their own or with a somewhat of a straight man. Yeah. But they're both like the gross, creepy older yeah. guy. I'm like a they're huge, the same. I'm a huge Corddry guy. He's from around here. He's from Weymouth. He's been wasting his life on ballers, as I've said countless times. I'd like to see him in something good. But yeah, this movie, it's called Benjamin. It's like them with a kid. I've never seen a movie convey less with a title and poster. (laughs) It's just like, Redbox original, these two guys, Benjamin. I was like, okie doke. Um... I was the wild. speaking of Showtime shows. Ooh. Oh, this is that's a bad example. It's an Amazon show. Amazon okay. Prime. Transparent. Yes. Is doing a musical season f- or series finale mm. with no Jeffrey Tambor because yeah. he was allegedly he got canceled. Me tooed, canceled last season. Whole deal. There's nothing funnier than when these shows like this and House of Cards like whimper to the finish line <laughs> with like the last season. They come back and they're like, oh, the star of the show uh, died off camera, but the rest of the cast is here and we cobbled together a weird storyline. Here you go. Yeah, everybody pretending that the rest of the show is relevant, even though the show is about a trans man. Yes. A tra- is it a trans man or woman? He was a man, man, became a woman. So you'd say he's a trans woman. Yeah. Sure? That's the woke answer, Okay. He's a woman. He's a woman. That's probably unwoke saying that. When we get sued, good luck. (laughs) You're in charge. You're taking the fall. Um, Even more than House of Cards. Like, Kevin Spacey was the lead of that show, and they got rid of him, which is crazy. Fair, but crazy. This show, Transparent, the whole show was him. He's the transparent. You know, trans, yeah. and he's the parent. That's, it took the, me too long to get that, and I always thought that was As close. much as I enjoyed the storyline of all of his kids, you know... I don't Bopping really. around <laughs> Los Angeles. Yeah, it was, it was a thick layer of sarcasm. <laughs> I thought I just It's it. a stupid show, and I devoted a lot of time to it, to the point where before, before Apple TV had an app 
for Amazon, I would go into the smart TV application of my Samsung TV. Like, so I'd have to switch video yeah. modes, watch on the smart TV, which is inconvenient mm. as it is. As you know, I'm a big Apple TV guy. I don't really leave that world. Yeah. That's I was a sacrifice. Watching, yeah, it was, and I would go out of my, for one program at the time because Amazon original programming was non-existent then. I think that might have been the first show. Transparent. It was, yeah, and yeah, I thought it was great. The first like two seasons are really strong. Then it got kind of like a bit much, a little too heavy-handed. Yes, that's the word I was thinking of. Thank you. Um, and now they're finishing the show without the lead of it It'll and be- musical. They're just throwing the musical element in. I like how they're not doing like a full season. It's just a one-off <sighs> musical. At least they're, you know, not doing a full season of I nonsense. I don't think I think it would cost a thousand dollars for me to finish that. Hmm. <laughs> um, how much would it cost for you to finish it? Dark Phoenix. Three thousand dollars. The X Men movie with Sophie Turner uh, had a pretty meager opening weekend at thirty-three million so far. It did. Granted, they could squeeze in another what ten today, but yeah. That's what, like half of what they projected, probably? Yeah, I think they knew this was going to kind of bomb. Like, it got shelved for a right. while. Everyone knew that it, like, sucked. The X-Men, this is, like, the, the last X-Men movie with these characters because Disney bought Fox and they're going to, like, do a whole new thing at some point. I saw an interest. speaking of X-Men, I saw an interesting quote from the Slash film guy, Peter Ooh. Cetera. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was Peter Cetera. You know what I mean. Peter, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a cool herb. I thought I made myself laugh. That wasn't even on purpose. <laughs> yeah. um, he says, if you asked me 15 years ago if a Marvel Cinematic Universe could exist without the X-Men, I wouldn't have believed you, he says. Now that we have 11 years of Marvel Studios, it's hard to imagine how the X-Men could even fit into the mix. I know fans want it, and Disney will eventually give it to them, but I think we are years out from it happening. So echoing kind of what we're saying. He's right. I saw that too, and I agree with that very nerdy take. Because like even after Avengers Endgame, where like some of the Avengers are out of the out of play, like there's still like a zillion characters. It's like how are you gonna shoehorn all the X Men into this? But they'll find a way. They'll do a whole deal. It'll be all dope. I got some more news here. Uh, Bradley Cooper and his wife of four years, Arena Shaikh. I wrote that down too. And I really she was actually his girlfriend. They were never married. They do have a daughter together, but I, never married. I really appreciate. Some privacy in this trying time, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> Maybe it's time to let the old things die. I don't know. Crab cakes and football—that's <laughs> what Maryland does. Yes, and also, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't care like celebrity gossip-wise. I just want to do the voice. And also, no, a star is a star is born uh, is on HBO. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm want to fire it up today. I'll watch it. Maybe it's time to let hoops die. <laughs> I mean, uh, I just want to get a look at you. Just check out that feature. Uh, um, you stole my voice. Okay, you I'm, stole I'm, my voice. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I got it all out. Uh, any other news? I got a little bit more. Ba-ba-ba. Uh, Wait, do I? Maybe I don't. Well, the... You were watching some Family Matters last night. You want to talk Family Matters is, for one hot minute? Is that news? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's news that you can actually... A friend of mine, uh, my lovely, the lovely and talented Mike Hidalgo from Florida, uh, he hey, direct messaged me and asked where it was streaming. So I figured to make that, that is news, that you can stream every episode of Family Matters and every episode of Step by Step on 
Hulu. Along among others on yeah. TV. Hulu is actually a good spot for like cheesy '90s shows like that. I think they got the whole run of Boy Meets World over there. <laughs> you give me the Robin Quivers news music. It's beautiful. Ooh. Robin, do we have anything else? What, what do we got, Robin? But yeah, the, you were watching like peak Family Matters, like season six stuff, where like the Stefan Arkell machine is like really roaring. Yeah, that it was the episode that I watched was Steve goes into Stefan, <laughs> and then Carl realizes that Carl. He's, he needs glasses while out at a fancy dinner with Harriet. He accidentally ordered a two hundred dollar bottle of wine, and then accidentally set his menu on fire because he couldn't see and held it over a candle and then put the fire out with the wine and then after the fire was out tried to get the wine back into his glass to drink it because it was so expensive so like bumbling in 90s after that he decided that rather than going to an optometrist he would go into the stefan arkel machine the right it's cleaner quicker that would be a, like probably the most unsafe <laughs> yeah should i go to the eye doctor or should i get into steve urkel's nerd machine that turns you into a different person and i guess myra steve's girlfriend who wanted to make him nerdier the next time he went back into the machine Ooh, as stefan i remember this That's had good. reset it to the nerd setting diabolical so when carl got in the machine it turned him into a nerd and then he came out <laughs> Basically with a pocket protector and big glasses yeah, like, and his pants pulled up too high <laughs> and a nerdy sounding voice. Yes. Those are the best. that ki- makes sense. Those are the best kind of jokes. Like the cheesy stuff. Like I'm not laughing at it or with it. I'm laughing at like the idea that this ever even passed as comedy. <laughs> it's like, it's I mean, amazing. If you think about when it came out, when we were what, like 11, I thought it was Probably about, even as, younger. I thought it was was, about uh, as funny as it gets. Yeah. It's so like base and cheap. It's, it's all you need. And then there was really? like, and then there was like just several scenes in the next episode, like Steve getting in the way and bumping Carl, and he sat down in a pizza yeah. and like. You were saying Carl dropped like eighteen. Did I do that? <laughs> like, you know, because nerd Carl, he's nerd Carl he's, and Steve combined, there were probably about twenty. Did I do that's in the whole episode? So yeah, go to Hulu and check that out. Yeah, and just one more. Th- yeah, yeah. They uh, that show got so crazy towards the end. I remember an episode where. Steve and Stefan are like two different people. Like they're both in play. And Stefan is like giving this passionate monologue. He's like, I'm not even really a person. Like I'm just an aspect of Steve. Like, what is my life? And I was just like, wow, this show is really. <laughs> they went real heavy and deep. Yeah, I was like, what is. Like, because that matters. Yeah, it's just like they're, the comedy is like <laughs> cartoonish. It's like, transcendent. Yeah, it's beautiful. But, yeah. Um. And also, Jaleel White needs a career resurgence. I was saying this last night. I agree with you. I want to see him in like the next Tarantino or something. He's, he needs to, to pop back by in a big way. But I think we're done with the news. You yeah, it's coming soon. Yes. Um, you got a couple here. Ford versus Ferrari. Whoever, yeah. whoever wins, we lose. I'm pretty excited about that. This little alien versus predator joke for the fans. Who directed they this again? It. Ford versus Ferrari. It's from the guy who did Logan and 310 to Yuma. James Mangold. Boom. Got it. Yep. Didn't have to look it up. He's a worker. I enjoy his films. This yeah, is, I, I is, think that um, Christian Bale and Matt Damon together is going to be cool. I don't recall of, them doing anything together. Yeah, kind Correct of a weird duo. Weird duo. They're kind of like the same dude, but... It could be good. 
This is like a big dad movie. I bet your dad's all fired up to watch this. Yeah, he's in. I sent him the trailer. Yeah. John Barenthal getting that work for some Josh Lucas. I'm 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 into it. Yeah. John Barenthal's a good character. James Mangold, yeah. He's what else has he done? I'm looking it up now. Logan, Wolverine. Boom. Oh, Copland. Sold. One day I will watch Copland. He directed Oliver and Company in nineteen eighty eight. That was his debut, which I think is kinda interesting. Oh wait, no, he I was gonna say, isn't that an he, animated? He wrote movie? the screenplay okay. to Oliver and Company. Sorry. Cool. I can dig. I can dig. Good I mean, people him. still direct animated movies, I guess, because George Schreibner directed it. Yeah. I wonder what an animated film director even does. That they they just like storyboarded like regular directors storyboard, but animated animation directors like they just always are storyboarding. And they, well, they still have to work. With, yeah, they, the, with the voice talent. Yeah, they need to like make sure yeah. it's all good. But yeah, it's like a whole different thing. Few directors uh, make the transition. That's why I thought it was weird that he would be an animated director who did that. But like Brad Bird, he does it. He did uh, like The Incredibles, The Iron Giant. He's like known as an animated guy. And then he did uh, Mission Impossible 4, Tomorrowland. He made the switch. It can be done. Hmm. But I digress. Uh, you got any more coming soon? Murder mystery on Netflix, uh, yes. coming up with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. A, ma- um, a match made in uh, mail it in heaven. What an awful duo! <laughs> They're just the the combination of these two. They've both been on autopilot since two thousand and three. <laughs> They're just <Accurate. laughs> just floating through, like both worth like half a billion dollars. Yeah. Him like I don't know. You wanna you, you wanna go on vacation? I wonder or how many of his wacky friends he shoehorns in. Is this one a part of his five picture Netflix deal? Absolutely. What were the other this ones? This is his like second five picture out of deal time with, them, with David way. Spade and <laughs> no, he did like a the skeleton key or something. Like I can't remember the name. <laughs> <of it. laughs> All these movies are so forgettable. I can't remember the names. <laughs> but yeah, he had that one with Spade. The I'm one, gonna just look it up because yeah. it's not even the one with him and Chris Rock. I think that's called like the week of. Yeah, these movies don't exist. Even for Netflix movies, the do-over like, was the Spade one. Yeah, that I gotta one. Look up the rest. Adam Sandler. But yeah, him and Aniston. It's just like, and they've been a duo before. They were in Just Go with It. Another, oh, I forgot about another that. movie that does not exist. But Sandler has so much stuff in the works at all times. I dab a well, you know, you know, I like to keep working. Yeah, murder mystery. I'll give you eight. the week of. I'll give you $8,000 if Nick Swartzen isn't in Murder Mystery. <laughs> Sandy but Wexler? San- oh. I bet you forgot that existed. Yes, I did. Do over Sandy Wexler, The Week of. The Ridiculous Six, I just remembered. That Western Murder one. Mystery. Oof. And The Ridiculous Six, he's done after Murder Mystery, right? That's the end. There was only five. That's five. Well, he also did his special. I think he like re-upped the deal. I think he, he owes must the, have, yeah, he owes the more turkeys. The part that sucks is like the people that aren't us are eating this stuff up, and I, they're in. I find that hard to believe, but I get like I guess how do we it's check true. this? Like the if the box office. Yeah, on. like the thing is, Netflix famously doesn't release their like. So there's no stats, way to tell. But th- then they'll go ahead and say like this is our most highest viewed movie, and it's like oh well, we don't have any stats to look at that. You're just telling us that. But who knows? It's a whole thing. Yeah, Dark Phoenix is dead stop at $33 million. I'm looking still. Secret Life of Pets beat it by $14 million. Yeah. 
How's that sound? Dark. Average theater doing ten thousand dollars, three twenty nine. People are just tired of the X Men. They, they got word Aladdin, this was a dud. Second week of Aladdin wasn't that far off. Aha. It was a third week. I'm not sure. I want to say third. second, but could be third. Third second week of Godzilla was did half of what Dark Phoenix did, and Godzilla. Folks, we have a featured review of Godzilla we'll be getting to shortly oh, after yeah. our shuts and such. Rocket Man bombed. It did, which is kind of like a shame. They <laughs> is it? Actually, I don't care at all. Good point. But it's just weird. Bohemian Rhapsody made like a fortune, and then this one, everyone's just like, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm looking. Adam Sandler might be. I'm looking at a top fifty da, 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 do, do, highest grossing actors of all time, well, and know, Sandler is very much in this list. He's number one. Oh no, 50. He's number 50. 50. 50 years old. Wait, lifetime total gross is all of his movies all together? That sounds right. Okay, so it's 2,761,347,593. I thought it'd be more. Hotel Transylvania 2 was his highest grossing movie. I thought just Little Nicky made over 2 billion. I don't know what happened there. Do you want to get into our shots? That. Uh, yeah, I mean, the only other coming soon I, I've been talking about is Midsommar. I'm back oh, yeah. in. The, uh, I think that looks great. New A24 horror huge, movie. Huge fan of Ari Aster, director of Hereditary. This and is, this is 13 minutes longer. And I was going to say. What were you going to say? I saw that they announced it was two hours, 20 minutes, and I immediately thought of you being like, ah, like, why? Yeah, they're going to lose me with that last sec- That second half, I'm going to be begging for a walkout. And then I'll rewatch it later and enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, and be like, it was a masterpiece. Like I did with uh, Phantom Thread. Mm. Walked out and then purchased and watched it all the time. Yeah. Explain that to me. It's it's weird. That that can happen. You can. I, I change my mind on movies all the time. Cloud Atlas, the first time <clears> I, th- I saw it, I thought it was like a, a big fat dud. And now I think it's like one of the best movies ever. Big fan. Ang staring at me blankly like he's about to faint. <laughs> Are you fucking with me? I'm not. I can't tell. Cloud Atlas is dope. Have you seen Cloud Atlas? No. Watch it. It's on I Netflix. thought that was one of those movies you're not supposed to watch. <laughs> Who told you that? They. They? Um, no, it's. Let's get into shots. Let's get into shots. Yeah, let's shut. Um, would you shut? I actually don't think I shut anything. Fuck. Come on, man. Really? You're just putting your way, making your way through the entire movie? I mean that's that's my thing. Okay, You're the I shut, shut guy. off City of Ghosts, which is ah. a movie with Matt Dillon and James Caan on Showtime, and that, that's my favorite kind Cambodia. Of movie. <laughs> Ones with James Caan and uh, Matt Dillon. It was very bad. I guess like James Caan like owed Matt Dillon dough, <laughs> so Matt Dillon went to find him in like. <laughs> oh, some... you're, you're describing the movie. I thought you were talking about like them as actors. Why they did this movie. <laughs> But yes, <laughs> it, it was really, really fucking bad. I couldn't make it. Uh, Suspiria on yes. Amazon Prime with Tilda Swinton. That I'm, did, I'm, I lost that. I'm literally gonna, five minutes in. I'm gonna piggyback onto this because I also shut this. That that's my one shut. Some girl you know said this was the best movie she'd ever seen. I don't remember who it was. Somebody said it was their favorite movie. Yeah, just the fact that anyone said that is just. I remember being blown away by that. Yeah, because I was like, at the you know what it is. When somebody tells me a unique favorite... Ask everyone what their favorite movie is. Everyone I talk to. Mm. Whether it's like a dating situation, casual, professional, whatever. It's a good conversation starter. It leads things away from sports. And Mm. somebody said that it was their favorite movie. 
And I remember thinking that's fucking awesome because that's no one else's favorite movie. Yeah. And whether it's a big piece of shit or not, at least it's original. Like most people Agreed. say, like you ask, not to be sexist, but I'm sexist. Whoa. You ask most women what their favorite movie is. It's Pretty Woman or The Breakfast Club. Not even Breakfast Club. That's too creative. I've heard of League like, of Their Own a lot. That's yeah, a good girl like classic. There's a, as if somebody like, and guys too. Guys have fucking terrible, predictable favorite movies. Goodfellas. Yeah. Like I like Goodfellas, yeah. but I'd never put it in my top ten for that reason. Yeah, there are go tos. There's like go to like... favorite movies that, and I think sadly, Pulp Fiction's kind of one of them, even though it's mine. But absolutely, it's like it makes me a little annoyed. Yeah, it's but too... it's still my favorite. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, movies like that where it's like they're popular for a reason, but then it just becomes too much, and to say it's your favorite is just like sounds silly. Yeah, I'm out. But yeah, Suspiria, I watched like half of it. I don't even know what that movie Is was. Is it even in English? I No, they're, they're speaking oh. in Latin. They're whispering about curses. They're voodoo dancing. Tilda Swinton plays an old man who's going like on Tilda, and on Tilda. about something. Tilda. It's one of those movies I feel like I'd have to watch like 47 times to even understand, but I can't get through it once, so that's not going to happen. I will say it looked nice. It had a good look to it. It was from the director of... Uh, Call me by your name. Luca Guadagnino or something. And I like that movie. Yeah, that's a flick. And you also shot VHS Viral. I did, Another movie that I've shot in the past. I'm piggybacking on your shots. Sneaky Pete season two. And yes, that means I finished season one. Oof. Fuck, I have no idea how. That show's a piece of trash. It's on Amazon if you want to jump in. (laughs) Yeah, Sneaky Pete sucks. Don't jump in, folks. I shut off a movie (laughs) called The Reef on Shudder. I think it was about a shark attack. The Reef. They made enough shark movies. Like, (laughs) let's hang it up. It's over. No more sharks. I love when you don't... When you shut a movie so quick, it's like, I don't even know what this was about, but I know it wasn't good. Yeah, you know, right? I know pretty quickly if I can't make it. Yeah. Like, there's never been a time where I've, like, shut a movie within five minutes and someone's been like, you know, it was really good. And then I went back and I tried it again and I've been like, I was incorrect here. Yeah. Very There's times where, like, I'll make it through an hour of a movie Mm. and then not finish the end and circle back and be like, you know, I made a mistake. But if I've shut it within five minutes, it's never coming back. It's over. Uh, Backroads, also on Amazon Prime, with that kid from Magic Mike that everybody said is such a dickhead. Oh, yeah, Alex something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. The, uh... I didn't make it. I didn't make that one. I almost purchased that on iTunes when it was, like, a hot new release or whatever. I love your shots. You always bring up movies that, like, I've never even heard of, which, <laughs> which always impresses me. It's like, how did this... Where are these movies coming from? I go... I don't have much of a social life. And on like a Saturday night, I'll go deep. Yeah, you're like you're, I'll go real deep you're, into those. You're in like the like editor's choice on Shutter, like really seeing what's doing, like like flipping through categories. I have every streaming platform there is, and I still don't have enough. So that's another thing. If you want to, uh, folks, you can never have enough. Yeah, enough. The podcast at Gmail. Email me with a streaming service. Like if you can sell me on Voodoo, I'll pay for it. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting into the Criterion channel. That's a new streaming one. That's like the classy one. Where is that? that? I think it's its own thing. You just gotta. You gotta get the app. Yeah, I think they have an app on Apple or through Xbox. Well, or I'll something. sign that. I'll sign up for that today. Yeah, let's be Criterion guys. Um, I I shut off a movie called Fair on Hulu. Another like Uber driver horror movie. Sounds fair. They've to already me. sounds had, fair to me. Had several <laughs> several yeah. iterations of this and. It's basically just piggybacking, or not even piggybacking, just trying to rework the idea of collateral, 
which came out Ooh. a long time ago and was uh, perfect. Love Collateral. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Classic. And you're not going to take a modern twist on a movie like Collateral and make it better, I guess is the best way of putting it. Yeah. I hate when a movie is so like clearly a ripoff of something and it's, yeah. and it's not even good. It's like, if you're going to rip off this movie, at least like put a cool spin on it. Just like rip off the good parts and twist them. Like, you fucked up. You could have made this dope. You dopes. <laughs> Cut. You gotta roll with it. Adapt. I'm gonna make it do what it do, baby. <laughs> Haven't done that in a while. Me as uh, Jamie Foxx as Ray Charles. The fans love it. I didn't even know what that was. I was trying to think I if thought, it was from Collateral. I thought you didn't. That's why I gave it a full explanation. <laughs> that made it funnier. Yes. So we're good. We're back. Uh, do you want to do the obituaries or get into our reviews? Where do you want to go? Obituaries is perfect, actually. This is, He's folks, in. this is a new segment uh, we came up with last night. Eh. Basically, we're, it's, I don't know, you might explain this better than me. Even Just, though. like, bits that people continue to do, even though, like, they were dead, like, when the movie came out, like, 18 years ago. Like, people still quote Old School or Anchorman or... Talladega Nights. Yeah. Where it's just uh, like... Napoleon Dynamite Borat. <laughs> cliched movies, like college bro movies. Yes. That you hear people quote. Like, you'll be... If someone says the word blue, you'll hear, You're my boy, blue! Exactly. And like people just throw it out there. And it's meant to be clever and funny, and it just isn't. Yeah. And it's terrible. And to be honest, I love old school. I like Todd Phillips. I exactly. like Will yeah. Ferrell. I like Owen Will- or Luke Wilson. I love Vince Vaughn. Yeah. I think it's a hilarious movie. But people take the parts that aren't that funny, and they say them over and over again. And it's you got to go deep. Like so, this gonna- is the obituary. Obituaries is a pun there. Hey now, we're we're basically saying it's over. This is dead. Don't do it anymore. And tonight we're going to lead off with. The meatloaf scene from Wedding Crashers. This is our first obituary, and basically you can listen to it this one time, and then that's it. It's over. So if you watch Wedding Crashers again, either mute this scene or skip it, or if you must watch it, you're not allowed to repeat it. That's the rules for the obits. No, I don't even want to hear it. I'm already upset. You don't even realize. (laughs) Wow. Is this your place? No. No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Yeah. You hungry? Mm -hmm. Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? Yeah, Chaz, I think I'm okay. I, I had a bite right before I came over. <laughs> I knew you'd go. I'm laughing hey, at Owen Wilson there. <laughs> the meatloaf! We want it now! I had a big bite. I'm alright. This clip's good because it's edited she's together. Doing. Both meatloaf lines. Doing That's fun. Back there. Yeah, and, and people. Mama, the meatloaf! That's yeah. the one people fuck. do. The, the fuck part. People think, it's, people think it's edgy and fun because he says fuck. Yeah. And it's just like. Fucking. Ugh. Like if you're gonna quote old school, give me like a like I got a I got a good sand guy. I can get just sands at or price. foam, whatever. Yeah, like don't give me you're my boy blue or something. I'll just be like, yeah, I I also saw the old school trailer 17 years ago and thought that was funny. Yeah, so I guess we said it here. Uh, Wedding Crashers, the meatloaf scene, and any ma the meatloaf. You know, like if you're somewhere and there's meatloaf on the menu and you want it, order it. Don't talk about it. <laughs> don't say, yeah. don't, nothing. The quote's gone. It's dead. It's been buried. May it rest in peace. Bye. Um, What next? You want to do bachelorette stuff? 
Yeah, let's do that. Let's get the Bachelorette stuff out of the way. Then we'll go into our reviews. Because my sister actually cannot be with us today. I know. So She <sighs> is actually having open heart surgery. Oh. And... I don't believe that that's true. It's... But that would it's, be the only acceptable reason for her not to be available for the podcast. So maybe no, it is no, true. She's, she's fine, actually. She's taking okay, a pottery class um, somewhere in Bill Ricca where <laughs> they teach you. It's, it's a very intricate, detail-oriented class. Yeah, it's, a, it's a pottery in the dark where oh. they shut the lights off and everybody mm. – so it's like ghost Oh. Where you sit behind each other, very, it's very romantic very and sexy. My sister's pregnant, so it's probably not going to work very well. Mm. The the wheel bump into her stomach, yes. but um, <laughs> that'll be fun. You know, it was important for her to be involved with the the pottery. Yes, and, and now we're just a couple guys talking about a couple of men the talking about the Bachelorette, and I think it's actually funnier this way. It Correct is. me if I'm wrong. Let's get into it. I fans might remember Hold I missed. Epi- okay. The theme is cute oh, yeah, here. The I don't want to blast. This is the thing I do. I blast you with music because the music's on such a fucking delay. There it is. Kids putting me on blast. Do you accept this, bros? <laughs> See, I knew you'd come up with something. He's back. All right, go ahead. Um, I missed episode three, and I thought about watching it to catch up, but. When you're watching these episodes, they really they. they no, seem, why did you? You wouldn't need to. They we seem like an eternity. You knew what happened. Yeah. For I'm a like I'm a completionist. So, but I forgot about it. Got right into episode four. I'm upset. I missed Jason Biggs, but this was the big Boston episode. Our girl Hannah is like she picked. They picked the worst part of the city to go to. I know they. They're like we're they're in the thick of Faneuil yeah. Hall and Quincy Market with all the crappy little, like fast food style kiosk yeah. meals. It's always funny to see how Boston is portrayed in stuff yeah. like that. Like They're playing Irish music and getting beers and eating seafood. And she's like, wasn't there a tea party here? I'm just like, oh, She Boston. sucks. I'm just that like, dumb jacket she's wearing, it like, made me angry. Like, I wanted to rip it in half. Yeah. Like, Boston's so boring. They're at, like, Fort Adams. <laughs> but yeah, oh yeah, she was wearing, like, a studded jacket and trying to look all cool. She looked like a fucking asshole. She was actually, they were like showcasing her butt in this episode. Did you guess those butt shots? Uh, no, she didn't have much of a butt. That butt waggling around mean? the bean? That, I mean, I think, I that think it's a pretty good butt. Then the, they ended the day, they ended their dumb tour of Boston with fucking cheers. Yeah. My favorite thing to do when I used to work in Beacon Hill was I would, because I walked by, I would walk by cheers twice a day, Jeez. at least. I drove by it on my way here, kid. I was like, what up? Um, would you get off at exit 18? Mm-hmm. Probably would have advised against that, given the. We don't need to. <laughs> but um, yes. <laughs> the, anyway, um, fucking, the tourists outside of Cheers. There's never not a photo being taken under the sign. Yeah. And I love walking right through the photo. Mm. It's like this isn't that Cheers. I know it is the Cheers. The but exterior it's... shot is that Cheers, but the inside is not. Yeah. There's it, nothing on the inside. It couldn't that was look used. anything less like the set of the show. Cheers. Should we go there and get a bite after the show? I mean, if you want to, would that be funny? I bet it's packed. And they don't know our name there yet, which would be uh, upsetting. You walk in, they're like, "Hoops!" <laughs> they do like a whole thing. That would be. Different. Um, I've noticed another thing. I noticed with the Bachelor, the Bachelorette now is there's mm-hmm. all sorts of product placement. One in particular was Halo Top. I wrote this down. And they're too. in the middle of Boston Common, and they're like, "Do you want to get some ice cream?" Yes. 
her and what's his face? The J Jed. Jed. Or Jed. Yeah, Jed. Jed. Maybe Ted? She's Ted. like, Jed, do you want some ice cream? And then they turn around and there's just this like fake cart yeah. with the Halo Top logo on it. And they literally just did like B-roll of the fucking cart with the Halo Top logo on it. They linger on a shot of the logo for so long. I, it made me laugh out loud watching it yeah. alone. I was like, is this, when is this going to stop? Did you write this down too? Oh yeah. That was like one of my favorite parts of the episode. Just like laughable, oh. like, like, yep, buy Halo Top. This is like a, the bulk of the show. And also the back quick break for the fans. We were talking um, about The Bachelor. Uh, yeah, the product placement is, is I get it, because it's a revenue stream. Like, why wouldn't they? Yeah. But just do it a little better. Yeah. We don't need it to have the camera sit. Like, the Halo Top people were probably like, we need the logo in the shot for at least 15 seconds. It lingered for, like, no exaggeration, 10 seconds, which, well, like, on a show is an eternity. Well, they could have like, cheated the camera. They could have had them stand next to the cart and yeah. cheat the camera to the right. There you and then go. They, then the fucking logo's right there while Hannah's in the frame. People probably stop paying attention with the cart just sitting there by itself. It's a good directing note. Yeah. Bachelorette uh, executive producers, hire my boy. He's got some ideas. I would decline that job. (laughs) Um, I'd be. I'll take it. Them playing basketball and they're like, oh, look, it's Scary Terry and like some other match player. Her having a heart to heart with one of the Celtics made me laugh out loud. Her like, I just really, I'm having such a good time with him. And he's like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Follow your heart. Yeah. He said so many. He's like, man, you just got to like go with like how you feel. This is a guy who's probably having sex with 15 different women a weekend, even though he has a wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like classic professional athlete advice like yeah yeah you just got to go with your instincts yeah, exactly <laughs> this he's, is a guy who probably has been banging five tens a week since high school because he's a superhuman talent yeah and no one really <laughs> that's a good call I, I guarantee like basketball wives is a thing and i don't know these aren't the guys you want to go to for relationship advice yes you're like asking tony soprano what the fuck? Um, also yeah, the conversation between them is unbearable. Just how boring it is. They might as well have just been doing weather talk. It's disgusting. One of the guys at one point says, uh, beautiful day. It's got nothing on you, though. And I, I let out, like, an audible groan. Oh, I like that. That was Mike, my boy Mike. I don't know who it was. It was Mike, yeah. I was in on that. I was watching it by myself, and I went, ugh. <laughs> No, that's that's cool. That's like you know what no. that is. That's intentionally cheesy. I don't think it was. No, no, no. He knew what he was doing. Like it's like a cute, stupid line. It's like a pickup douchebag line. Like that was on purpose. Like that's like he's leaning into it a little. Like he didn't. Yeah, you got to give him credit for like having the cool. ball, having the balls to actually say those words like that. Oh, I'd say <laughs> that. I'm gonna start dropping that. That's that's. Would that's you say that move. on TV though? Probably not. No. Exactly. <laughs> that's like a. That's a whole different thing. I don't know, maybe. I feel like maybe I'd ham it up more on TV. Also, it was funny. They show her, like, crying on a dock, sniffling and weaseling, going like, I'm not all right. I was like, yeah, I know. I can clearly tell. I love how she says she, the whole rugby scene, and her saying she wants a manly man who's not afraid to get down and dirty. Yes. It's the most cliched, stupid thing I've ever heard. And that she wants everyone to have fun in her stupid accent. And it's like, yeah, uh, they're going to hurt each other. Yeah. She's a There's a bunch of untrained, overly aggressive guys competing yeah. for one woman in an ag- in the most aggressive sport on the planet with no no pads whatsoever. What do you think is going to fucking happen? Yeah. I also thought it was weird. The big one of the the Luke's tackled each other. Luke P tackled the other Luke 
and he but it happened like off camera which yeah. made me question like did this even occur at all or did they just cobble all this together but it doesn't really matter the other luke seemed genuinely upset and that's yeah. sort of frustrating me how like luke p went to hannah and was saying all he this was, bad stuff about how he's only there to promote his tequila company he was gaslighting my boy Yes. Luke S. He really was. Yes. And Luke P has turned into someone of a monster. Yeah. As I'm sure you're aware of. He's terrible, now. but at least he he's the only thing that like the show has going for, like, interesting wise. Like Yeah, you take him out. It, he's yeah. the villain. I mean, there's a villain every season. Yeah. The like, show's Chad. just boring, but at least there's somebody like getting things going, like lying to Hannah, like I don't know. Agreed, yeah. I mean they take uh, when Luke P gets rem- I bet they'll keep him in until the very end, just because yeah. Yeah. They know they need it. Hannah's stupid silver pantsuit. Ooh, I don't remember that. It was horrible. Um, y'all, hey y'all. I'm still a Tyler C guy. I like how he's like totally removed from the drama. I don't even remember seeing him at the rugby game. Was kids, he just chilling? Kids in on Tyler C. Yeah, they probably... He's just cool. Like He's classic cool guy. Like I feel like he's going to pull it out to the very end. Yeah. She's in on him. She's had to make out with him last week. Like it's it's going down with Tyler C. I like how the bros are finally like at odds. They're, mainly everyone just hates Luke P, but they're like yelling at him in their stupid meetings, being like, "You're wasting time and like trying to like get in the way of me trying to get to know this girl that I really like. Like she's a ray of light in a dark world, bro. Get out of my way." It's like ugh. Pete the pilot is such a wiener. I'm glad we have pop yes. screens for that. Pete, 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 pa, 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 pa. Um. I don't know. That's all I got on Bachelorette. Yeah, man. that's enough. I've had enough. Also, I, I know it's like the whole show, but every time she starts like making out with one of these guys, she yeah. makes out with like all of them in every episode. No, I'm, I'm watching no it. Like, good. I'm watching it like fucking slug. <laughs> but I guess it's the whole show. It's just what I, it just seems odd. I don't know. Maybe if I, I were on the show, I would make a run for sex. Maybe I'm gonna prove. Yeah, someone. Why isn't there someone doing that? I'm I not thought, really sure. I thought Luke P on the first night would be like, "So are we doing this? Like, what?" We're down, right? But that's our Bachelorette segment. That's enough of that. Should we get into our reviews? Yeah, you want to tackle Godzilla first? Yes. Because, I mean... Podzilla, baby! We walked right out of that one. Yes. Yes, we did, last Sunday. Godzilla, King of the Turkeys. Oh my god, is that a piece of crap? We we should have walked out sooner. Yeah, this was actually the first movie we walked out of in, like, a long time. I was was proud of this. The, uh... Godzilla's king of the turkeys and Ma is queen of the turkeys. Oh but yeah, Ma. How do you no, feel about? Ma? Oh, go well, do. We'll do Godzilla then Ma because I didn't. I skipped Ma. Yeah, and Godzilla. Like, let's just talk about the cast of this a little bit. You got Ken Watanabe, who's the only guy from the original movie who returns, so he's like the only connective tissue, and he doesn't like do anything. Thomas Middlebitch. Our favorite. Vera Farmiga. Yep. Kyle Chandler, who gets too much work. I feel like he's in every other flick that I pop on these days. I'm tired of it. It's because he looks like everybody you've ever met. Yeah, he's like a he's a good, like, dad. He's just a good, right. like, man. He's like a brother or dad. <laughs> yeah. Like, we need a man for this role. <laughs> I, I don't know who we're going to call. I think we'll just have to get Kyle Chandler. We need it. Yes. Millie Bobby Brown, who's in this. I like to call her Millie Bob Thornton. And they gave her a bunch of screen time in this just because she's the Stranger Things girl. They show her, like, cooking waffles and being wacky, and the jokes in this are bad, the stories... Oh, they did, like, a Stranger Things shout-out? No, but actually, 
I didn't even realize that until now, but they, they totally that probably is, was. Yeah. Oh, her, whole th- her whole thing on Stranger Things. I was on my phone waffles. every minute of this movie. I don't. I don't. I didn't retain a thing. Yeah, you were like glancing at this in disgust every. But yeah, the story's terrible. The effects are really bad. I got really big like Pacific Rim uprising vibes from this. Did you ever see that? The second Pacific Rim movie. I didn't see either of them. It's well, the first one was good. No the thanks. One's terrible. But like this movie, it's just like a lifeless monster movie sequel that just leaves zero impression. It's just like nothing. Even Godzilla's roars were trash. Normally that's the fun part. It's like, wow, he's roaring, doing this whole thing. I couldn't even enjoy the roars. And uh, what else do I got here notes-wise? The uh, they have a big fight in Boston. I actually, after I saw Ma, I popped into Godzilla. Oh, you caught the end. I caught a little bit of it, but then I walked out again before the proper ending. <laughs> I walked out of Godzilla yes. twice. But That's they, awesome. You couldn't even handle it for free at the end. Yeah, after seeing another movie, I I was just tired and I had had enough. And Godzilla fights like the three-headed snake. I think it's Ghidorah or whatever its stupid name is. They fight outside Fenway in Boston. Kid. Right down the street. I know, sick, right? Kid. Nobody makes a green monster joke. You, you know, God's, I, I, no, I get it. Godzilla <laughs> is a green monster. They're fighting next to the green monster. I mean, give me that joke. Do I have to do everything? Come on, people. Somebody out there. But, uh, yeah, it's terrible. Um, Even the CGI, it's just monsters like swirling around in CGI. Yeah, it just it felt messy. It's terrible. Like you can't even see anything. It was uh, the guy from what did I say? Oh, Bradley Whitford yes. was clearly reprising his role from Cabin in the Woods. I feel like he's out of place in everything but Billy Madison, and he was just flat <laughs> out distracting in Godzilla. That's a good call. Yeah, he's like the joke guy in most stuff. Like at, at he some didn't point, someone makes says, sense in Get Out. Yeah. I just. I'm out. It's. I liked him in Get Out, but I didn't like Get Out. Wow. All I wanted to do was let like watch Godzilla destroy shit, and it just didn't yeah. happen. Well, it does. I mean, some of it happens. I saw it, but it's not even cool. It's just like boring. Yeah, and then the, who was the guy like, from Game of Thrones? The old Charles Dance, the Lannister yeah. guy. He's like the evil. There's like a team of evil Gweeds who are like letting loose all these monsters, and like the story is just like. Ugh. It's bad. They're like roaring around in like a ship getting chased and then they're in like a submarine. It was written by like a six year old. But uh it didn't perform that well. And like everyone else on Earth seemed to hate it like we did. I bet those people are getting a little worried about Godzilla versus Kong kid. I I mean Skull Island was cool, so maybe they can cobble together something decent. Yeah, I liked Skull Island better than this. It was, yeah. It was more fun. Um, um, I think that's it with Godzilla. Yeah, that's enough Godzilla. What else did we watch? Should I get into Ma? <laughs> Just <laughs> 60 seconds. I'll set a timer. I mean, I will not be censored. I need 10 minutes for Ma. <laughs> maybe 15. Can we talk about Always Be My Maybe instead? Because we liked Always Be My Maybe. Yes, let's do that. All right. Ali Wong and um, Brad Pitt or whatever that guy's name is. You mean Randall Park? Yeah. <laughs> Close. Uh, no, this, on Netflix, romantic comedy. I thought it was funny. Guess what? This was legit the best romantic comedy I've seen in like five plus Agreed. years. Agreed. Yeah, I can't think of a better one in recent years. Maybe even the best comedy I've seen in like a year or so. Like it was great. Yeah, it had a lot of laughs. Like throughout, 
A lot of like weird bits. Should we even say the cameo has been pretty much spilled? The beans have been spilled. People know the cameo, I think. Even still, let's keep it under wraps. But the cameo in it is a home run. Is a home run. And my friend Eugene recommended it to me. Mm. And he didn't tell me. He said about an hour in, it gets very funny. And I won't tell you why. And thank you, Eugene, for not telling me why. Because I watched it last weekend before it was on all the blogs and everything. And. Mm. It got the cameo killed me. Oh, yeah. I realized when he walked on screen, I was like, "Oh, that's good." It's it's great and uh, leaning into his persona. And that scene, it's even more than a cameo. It's like a whole big couple scenes. He's yeah, in, he's in the movie for like twenty, like really good minutes. And yeah, let's not spoil it. I have some notes about how fun he was, but we'll power through. I just thought it was, um, it was great. It was just like fun, like everything they, that you would want to happen happened too. It just went in the direction of yeah. <clears throat> charming like they had good chemistry I normally don't like Randall Park he annoys me for some reason but I thought he was great in this in he's a little life. smarmy yeah but not in this yeah and I love Ali Wong I think she's very funny one yeah. of her specials is Baby Cobra love that special where she's pregnant on stage yeah this which... was this was the first time I'd ever seen her in a movie and not pregnant and right. she, she impressed on both fronts yeah she's a very talented lady yeah. um I don't know I thought it was great so Netflix, people are loving it. It's uh, being very highly reviewed. It has a bunch of weird bits. Like at one point, someone asks his dad, "Like, how do you stay so young?" And he's like, "I wash my face with shampoo." Like, <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh. It has a bunch, just good weird. Just bits. like deadpan Asian father. Yeah, yeah, I like that. He was charming. He had a good dynamic with him. I love the whole deal. Can't recommend it enough. Always be my maybe. Also, fun title. Nice and then and, do, nice let's do Ma and then Black Mirror Season 5 and then I think we're done, right? Ma. Unless you want to talk rewatches. I got a couple of those, but we're already the um, we're already deep here. Yeah. Okay, Ma, I've been joking about this movie a lot. You know I just had to go see it. Sometimes I see a movie just so people will go like, you saw that? And <laughs> that's exactly where we are. Uh, it's a public service I'm doing here. Here's a quick summary about Ma. A lonely woman befriends a group of teenagers and decides to let them party at her house. Just when the kids think their luck couldn't get any better, things start happening that make them question the intention of their host. Translation, there's something off about Ma. And Ma is portrayed by Octavia Spencer, one of Ankh's favorite actresses. <laughs> Octavia! I didn't realize, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize that the same director who did The Help directed uh, Ma. Wait, did he? Yes. Wow, I didn't. That's news to me. I looked it up. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but talk about taking a step down or What's a step his name? up. Werner Herzog. Yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that's funny. <clears throat> but oddly enough, the screening of Ma was like packed. I was like, "What are you people doing?" Here? Wasn't it? Oh, it was a Tuesday, man. It's the five dollar movie night. Actually, that's true. And it's one of the only new movies at the time. Mystery solved. <laughs> yeah, that's not a mystery. And also, there was a kid. You can't in go to the movies on a Tuesday. There was a kid in the... Tate Taylor directed it. Tate Taylor. Yeah, he did... He's a worker. One of my favorites after this. He did The Help. really. Pretty Ugly People. That's Winter's Bone. Oh, wait, he was an actor in that. Okay. Yeah, he directed... He's a double threat, I'm learning. Tate Taylor, keep an eye peeled. But there was a kid in the theater who was, like, talking during the movie. And, like, get... It was kind of funny, though. He didn't do it too much. He was kind of, like, getting laughs... It was, it was like George in that episode of Seinfeld getting theater laughs. I was I was kind of charmed by it, even though I'd, I'd normally be very annoyed by such a thing. But uh, in reality, Ma is very bad. It takes, like, forever to get going. 
Ma is like too normal and fun, I thought. She befriends these kids, you know, they're drinking, then slowly but surely she starts to like go a little crazy. She's like, don't make me drink alone. Uh, she had a fun Medea joke, which I enjoyed. She's like, y'all think I'm Medea? I was like, that's good. All the kids are awful actors. Allison Janney is in this movie for some reason. She just won an Oscar and now she's in Ma in, as like the 11th lead, which I thought was surprising. Um, I want to make a sequel called Ma 2 Pa, possibly starring Danny Glover. Just a thought I had. Can I walk you through some of Ma's kills in this movie? What do you yeah, think? sure. I'm never going to see it. Okay. Ma runs over a woman in her car while listening to September by Earth, Wind, and Fire, and then she calls the woman a cunt after she runs her <laughs> over and kills her. That was probably the highlight of the film. Comes way too late. Ma sews a girl's mouth shut, and she's like, now you'll shut up, but the girl wasn't even that talkative. They kind of like didn't land that bit. I took a note that says, I'm feverishly taking notes while watching Ma, and the people sitting next to me probably think I'm insane. I think that was accurate. Um, Ma paints the only other black character in the movie white. Towards like the white end. face? Yeah, which is probably poignant for some reason, but I didn't really I mean, get it. I was like, Ma. No, but I'm almost towards the end here. <laughs> you hear me sigh? Sorry. <laughs> I know this is a struggle, but I mean, it's Ma. The, the reason for her going nuts, like, is nothing. Like, they, they tease at the whole movie, all these, like, flashbacks. And then when they finally show you what it is, and the reason, like, the reason she goes casually insane and kills, like, a dozen people in horrific fashion is that in high school, she gave another guy a blowjob, willingly, and then the school found out about it. That's it. And so, <laughs> that leads her to go crazy like decades later when she meets like because like all the kids she's, get it. all the kids she's partying with are like the children of the people who talked about it that's the thing it like doesn't make sense like what's the big deal ma like what they made fun of her for giving a blowjob yeah slut shaming if you will yeah but it's the way they do it in the movie it's like a big who cares it's like this is why you're killing people like i'm sure all these other people have like worse stories I wanted to love Ma, but she was like a pathetic, sad bitch. And, and then at the end, Juliette Lewis, who's in this movie, she's like yelling. Really I'm, sorry. She's yelling an apology like, I'm so sorry, Ma. I was like, why are you apologizing to Ma? She tried to kill you, your daughter, and everyone you know because of like a weird thing that happened decades ago. It's Well, it, now I want to see it. Yes. It you was thinking just, about round two? I mean, I'd see it for the bit. I'll do anything for the bit. I think Meg has to go out. It was legit awful. And that's Meg. it. That's it for Ma. Quiet. One minute, honey. Uh, We're almost done. Um, do you think she's whimpering at my Ma review? Yeah, she's, I don't think she could take it anymore. I was checked out, so oh, one no. can only imagine. How dare Let's you? Let's do Black uh, Mirror Season 5. Yes, and yes, yes. Did you watch all three episodes? I did, except for the second one, which no, like completely really... lost. Yeah, I shut the second Couldn't one Couldn't hold my attention, and I turned it off. First one sucked, too, let's be honest. Guess what? I thought the first one was dope. What'd you like about it? <laughs> Classic. I thought it was like a, a futuristic... I'm gonna let Megan out quick. It was like a futuristic Brokeback Mountain. It's these guys, like, they play a, a fighting video game online, but when you play it, you, like go into virtual reality and they like they're like having sex in the video game world I, I thought it was interesting 
and like cackling. Yeah, it was a it was a cool concept. I mean, it's something that has not been done in that way. Yeah, exactly. I was like, this is. I like Anthony Mackie a lot too. I think he's cool. He was good, and I get a kick out of him. Um, Episode two was too British. Way too British. Couldn't even understand what they were saying. Shut it off. No need to even discuss it. Yeah, it's like a guy getting kidnapped. I don't even know what happened. I couldn't. It really couldn't hold my attention at all. The third episode is the Miley Cyrus episode, which everyone online seems to like hate. I thought it was good. I thought it was okay, yeah. Wildly interesting concept, Mm. I thought. Yeah, like her is a technologically advanced doll that like... Yeah, I thought it was It like becomes this girl's friend. It It was was a little heavy-handed with the agenda, which I think is why people are complaining. Mm. Just because it's, you know, we don't... Everything has to teach us a lesson now. Sometimes I like when something's heavy-handed, because if nothing else, I'll understand it. Right. It's like, oh, I get it. There we go. That's the message. Yeah. Message. But yeah, it was was good. Black Mirror in general, like... It's a cool show. It's so superior to the new Twilight Zone. I've talked about this before. The new Twilight Zone is awful. I watched like six episodes. I thought one of them And you're was a watchable. big Jordan Peele guy too, so I I'm am. surprised that you say that. I feel like he didn't have much to do with these aside from like he's like the producer. I think they just like Oh, they just slapped, threw his name on it for yeah. fun like they always do. Like he didn't write or direct any of the episodes. He pops by as the narrator, which is distracting and odd. But yeah, like Black Mirror was obviously inspired by the original Twilight Zone, and I feel like the new CBS all-access reboot of the Twilight Zone is clearly inspired by Black Mirror. Like, Black Mirror is the new champ, which I think is fun. Mm. Yeah, I, I, get ex- I got really excited for these Black Mirror episodes. They'll never top uh, the one with the politician and the pig from the very first season. Yeah, and that, that other one from the first season with, like, People are in like this future camp where like they have to exercise to like earn money to do anything, and then or the one with the kid. My favorite Black Mirror episode is the one with the kid and the and the older guy, and they're driving around together with the with the nail that they like the troll face. Oh yes, yes. Episode. That one I, anything good. I say might ruin it for people, so yeah. I don't know. Just go ahead if you haven't watched Black Mirror. They're all on Netflix. You can start from the beginning. And the cool part is it doesn't the show is uh what is it, episodic? Is that what that's, that's called? Yes. Episodic. You don't have to watch it in order. You can just pick one. So scroll through. If you see one that you like, it's like little movies. Watch whatever one yeah. you want. But fun fact, if you're like a, a herb like me, like all they're all standalone, <laughs> but they all take place in the same universe. They put in like little Easter egg treats for for fans to find it's fun you really are herb yeah i've never I, noticed any of that i haven't cool either but guy I, I know they exist and i'm into the idea of that you love like uh lore surrounding mm. movies and television i also love mythology yes thank you for <laughs> noticing um i got nothing else you i mean i got 90 seconds of the departed with our name on it oh yeah i already have it queued up here we go baby here's uh 90 seconds of the departed guys <laughs> For sins he committed through human weakness. Wow. Church wants you in your place. Kneel, stand, kneel, stand. If you go for that sort of thing, I don't know what to do for you. Man makes his own way. No one gives it to you. Have to take it. Take it. On Servion. James Joyce. James Joyce. Smart Colin. Guineas from the North End down Providence try to tell me what to do. Maybe uh, something maybe happened to him. 
Maybe, uh, like that. <laughs> One of our favorites here. She fell funny. Classic. She fell funny. Let me do some plugs while this is playing. When you decide to be something, you can be it. I want to mention BugCon 2019's going on. And I'd like to say hello to Bug Nation and tell fans to listen to Doughboys, Pillow Talk, and Movie Premieres Unlimited. Fun podcast. What's the difference? <laughs> that transition from young Matt Damon to old cop Matt Damon. It's going to take us so long to get That's through this movie. That's 90 seconds of The Departed, folks. <laughs> there it was. We didn't have much to say about it. The movie's transfixing. What can I say? Mm-hmm. But yeah, check out uh, Doughboy's Pillow Talk Movie Premieres Unlimited. Bunk Con's happening. It's fun. Whole deal. Subscribe and follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Rate and review. If it's a fun one, we'll uh, read it on air. podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Please subscribe. That way we don't have to keep, you know, encouraging our links on Instagram, which is, I don't know how many people are actually clicking the goddamn things, but mm. let's get, we need more listeners. Yes. We do. Always. Always. It's never enough. Ooh, enough. That's good. I didn't even mean to do that. That's... I just would like... You know, tell your friends, and if you have anything you'd like us to discuss, send us an email, enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. Yes, and we're brought to you in part by Benefix. Check them out at benefix.us. I'm on Twitter and Instagram, at Skip Season. Folks, have a good one. And to mention, actually, Benefix, further on there, um, if you do go to their website, now uh, you do get a shirtless picture of Mike Montero in your inbox. Wow. He won't even need your email address. He's actually written a program that backdoors into your computer. Damn. And an inboxed uh, shirtless, not a nude, like a tasteful yeah. shirtless photo Sexy. comes in, and you can keep that for your collection. Wow. Ideally, uh, don't print it out, but you, it, you can if you want. I know what I'm doing as soon as we're done here. Mm-hmm. Wow. So benefits. Uh, us and you'll get that's b-e-n-e-f-i-x dot us and you get that shirtless photo of monty yes uh that's all i got i have no plugs at anchor on instagram at enough podcast on instagram and uh at book your private personal training sessions with me do it first one's free guys Ooh, folks and, uh, that's enough i'll give you a lengthy inappropriate shoulder massage if you're a guy Cowboy. Cowboy. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'ma head out west. Where real women call me quick with scripts and fake press. Find a nest in the 